Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And we have a special show on tap for you guys this week. You know, it's 2020. The MD 2020s are always flowing here at bumwinebob.com. And we have a special guest joining the show this week. You might know him of a wrestling fame from ECW, WCW, TNA, WWE. He's been all over the place. He's done it all and not known to many people. You know, he's also a connoisseur of some of our favorite beverages as well. And he's now running his own brand of podcast, effectively it's uh, titled the Big Vito brand. Uh, Big Vito Lagrasso is here. Big Vito, how are you, man? I am doing great. Thank you very much for the introduction and, you know, including all my accolades. Uh, it's great to be here on the show. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy that uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, Four Locos, Mag Dog 20, and any other frosty beverages we're going to have on tap. You know, I know I've been looking forward to this. My wife has been telling me about you guys. You guys got a great product. And uh, I, am, uh, I am looking forward to having... Uh, I am looking forward to doing this. I mean, this is over. I mean, it's um, it's an honor, and I got some stories, you know, <laughs> with some naked ladies, some golf golf stories. You, you, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong when when the four locos and the MD twenty twenties of the world are flowing. You're guaranteed to have some sort of a, a crazy story to, to go along with it, and you know, I, I had to make you wait here a few extra minutes because I was actually mixing up my own little. Uh, concoction here tonight because you know it, it's 2020 uh we got Cinco de Mayo right around the corner right. and uh, a friend of mine uh, a year just about a year ago introduced me to his own special uh, mad dog margarita concoction okay so I kind of had to mix one up here tonight for for our chat and I kind of spiced it up a little bit so, you know, for anybody, for you and anybody out there listening who, who might not be familiar with it, it is a, uh, it's, you know, four parts. We got the MD2020, the classic red grape wine. You add in a little um, lime juice and some, uh, what is it here? I had to throw in as well the MD 2020 gold, just a little bit of the pineapple flavor to it as well. And then some triple sec 
to go along with it. Mix it up. You have a nice little uh, bum wine concoction here. So, <laughs> Man, that sounds awesome. All you need now is some pineapple, some strawberries, some fruit, and throw it in there and let it sit, and you are set. I, I know, I know. This, you know, I test these out on myself first, you know, so one of these days, you know, once, you know, we're not all locked up and, you know, quarantined in the world and we can have, you know, some gatherings and summertime, you know, barbecues, you know, I'll have that sitting out there in the, uh, in the cooler, you know, ready to go. So, <laughs> hey, now let me ask you a question. Are you doing this right? And you're making these great drinks and you're doing these concoctions. How come you don't have a live Skype with you actually showing making your frosty beverage for the show? I should, you know, and, and it's on the list of things to do, you know. You know, people have always asked me, said, hey, man, when are you going to do, you know, some some video, you know, companion to the podcast? So one of these days, you know, it, it'll, it'll get there, you know. I mean, I know for, for you and I know in, in your podcast, where you do audio, you do video, so I know you're – you're uh, you're kind of the pro these days on the <laughs> the podcasting world. Yeah, you know, you know what would be cool? Like if you have now here's for all the uh, for the guys who like the mad dog and like all these kind of drinks and you're mixing it. You know, for the opening show, if you have Twitter, right? If you do like a concoction, like you're saying, this is my before drink show my before drink show, you know what I mean? And you put on a pregame and you could put it that the the pregame show, right? So you could actually show you at your kitchen counter with your bar or you know however you situate things and you're actually mixing the drinks and pouring a little bit of this like you told me because it sounds good and then if you have it all on thing and then you put that before the show on twitter and then you do you do your actual show that give the people a better visual of what you're doing because what you sound what you mixed sounds wonderful sounds awesome what you just did See, you're painting that picture, you know, for the people, you know, say, okay, here, we're mixing this up with this, a little of that, put it together, mix it all up uh, real nice, and exactly. you have your, your perfect beverage for the for the evenings, you know. I mean, that's what we do here, you know. We try to, you know, paint that picture for everybody, give them and some remember, ideas. Remember, when you're doing the shake, remember in Bar Rescue, you shake it up high for the crowds and smile away because you got millions and millions watching your pregame, listening to your show. Unless you, you hope for millions, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's the, the end game, you know. That's what you'd love to see. You know, you want to hit that, you know, refresh button on the uh, the listens every week and say, okay, where are we at this week? We at one million yet? Eh, not, not quite yet, but, you know, you just keep at it. You keep going along, and, uh, and you know, you go from there. But, yeah, so it's a great drink to, to you know, kind of – I guess using it as a nightcap tonight. I was already drinking earlier today, uh, just drinking some uh, some Sam Adams, some summer ale. So you right. know, just a nice you know nice nice day outside, relaxing. I mean, as relaxing as you can be, you know, doing yard work and all that uh, that fun stuff. But you know, to nah. cap off cap off the evening with the Mad Dog is always a a crowd pleaser. So you have Samuel Adams, right? My mm -hmm. beer. I, I've drank different beers throughout my time, right? And the two beers I've settled on are Shock Top and Blue Moon with an orange. Oh, yeah. Those, Can't those go, are my go two, wrong. Those are my two of my beers. Like, I used to drink Coors, Coors, and I used to drink Michelob. I used to do Heineken. You know, I'll drink the Corona if it has a lime, if it's out there, if it's Cinco de Mayo or something. But usually my go-to beer, if it's not Shock Top, it's Blue Moon. If it's not Blue Moon, it's Shock Top. That's what I do. I'm a big Blue Moon fan, Shock Top fan. 
uh, as well. That, that's a nice, you know, go-to, you know, everyday, you know, type beer. But it's also refreshing, too. So even on, like, a warm summer day, uh, it's nice to, you know, sit back and relax with some of those. So, you know, you can't go wrong with the, the Blue Moon. And it kind of, you know... And it was kind of like Blue Moon was kind of craft beer before, you know, craft beer became this huge, big conglomerate of, of what it is now. When you go into a liquor store and, you know, you're overwhelmed with the the variety of beers that are out there. And, you know, I try to stay away from all that nonsense and, and drink on the cheap side. And, you know, Blue Moon Shock Top, you know, is usually, you know, very friendly to the to the wallet. Yeah, a six-pack, if you find it in different stores, right, say if you got a Walgreens or CVS or, like, if you got your supermarket, usually, like, here in Florida and the supermarkets, they have them. You know, if you're paying, like, $7.49, you know, you're, you're good, right? And the thing that turned me on to these beers, I, I mean, being that I was never that much of a beer drinker, but then when I moved to Florida, I went to World of Beer. So I'm going in there for the first time. This is when it first opened back in 2005, six. So I'm going in there and um, there's these thousands of beers. I'm not a beer drinker. So I said, you know, I'd like something. I was talking to the guy. He says, uh, what kind of beer do you like? I says, well, I, I don't want something too fatty. Um, I like wheat, you know, wheat beer. I like, you know, whole wheat. I want to keep healthy. So he turned me on to the shock top. So the shock top with an orange, I said, okay, this can't be too bad. I never had an orange in a beer before. And I was like, man, this is really good. So then he turns me on and says, hey, you want to try this one? So you know in, in um, World of Beer, guys, you have thousands of beers. And they have, the, you know, the tap. And there's nothing like a tap beer, like if you're getting it cold. And oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the best, yeah. And during this quarantine, I think I was just telling my wife, I says, you know what I miss? I miss having my weekly because I would go down to the country club here because we live on a golf course here in Florida. So I would go down to the golf course in um, the country club and I would have a shock top or a blue moon off the tap because I think that's the best way to drink. Having a bottle, yeah, it's okay, but it's nothing like a tap, an ice cold tap beer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So where are you at? Where are you located? What part What part of the world are you from? I'm in, uh, I'm in New Jersey. Oh, okay. So you know. Point Pleasant of the home home of the Long Island iced tea. Yeah, see, yeah. Like <laughs> you know, it's right. You know, kind of. You know, you're near your wheelhouse. You know, the uh, the New York. You know, I mean, you know, former. You know, FBI over here. You know, you yeah, know, an Italian. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I spent a lot of great summers on on Point Pleasant, and. uh you know, I can't, I, I would, you know, I loved it down there. I spent plenty of summers there. You know, going to Jenkinson's, probably my favorite nightclub. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and if you know the, if you make friends with the bartenders during the summer, you'll never run out of Long Island iced teas. You always put a 20 on the bar. And, you know, you got a fresh drink every few, every few minutes. And, you know, you do miss those summer drinks. You miss having those summer times. The prices are a bit crazy if you don't know, but know anybody down there. But, it's nothing like having a top beer on the beach or even to have the pina coladas. And if you could find a good pina colada mix, guys, and somebody knows how to really make it, where you uh, top it off with some Bacardi Gold, I mean, you're talking you're really, really having a good day. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the, what you said is like is right on point with it. It's that, that tap beer, you know, something out in the bar, you know, it's, it's always, you know, 
ten times better than drinking it from a bottle in your house. I don't know if it's just the the atmosphere, you know, <laughs> to go along with it as well. But you know, when you have that that blue moon on tap or a shock top with that orange, I mean, it kind of goes with anything. You know, that's just, a lot of times if I'm looking down the beer list and I'm like, eh, you know. It's, it's, it's reliable. You can always go back to it and say, okay, this is the one I'm going to stick with. I know I'm not going to be disappointed. And it, it pairs well, you know, for people that like to pair drinks with food. You know, right. you can't really go wrong with the Blue Moon and, you know, a steak, a burger, you know, seafood, whatever. You know, it, it, it lines up perfectly for it. Now, let me ask you a question, right? Now, you talk about fine dining, okay? And, like, when you go out, I know a lot of, there are a lot of people, and, and I know you have a big podcast, so you have a, a wide variety of listeners, okay? So when you have dinner, okay, now, a lot of people, like, you notice a lot of people, they have wine. So a lot of people either get uh, White Zimbendale, they'll get Pinot Grigio, or they get Chardonnay, okay? The Pinot is, is a good dinner wine, I, I feel, for me, for me, if I have a Pinot, the White Zimbendale, you know, if you're going out and you're in a club and you're going to have wine, White Zimbendale would be the, the trick for me. But, you know, we're talking about Mad Dog 20, right? Now, everybody who knows Mad Dog 20 that comes in the, in the, uh, the tiny bottle and then they, then, they, then they became this big conglomerate where they made the giant bottle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but for me, you know, when I drank... Um, when I drank Mad Dog 20, I was in Denver, Pennsylvania. I was on a, I was doing, I was on a wrestling trip, and I was staying with a buddy of mine. His name was Tate Hammer, and he says, "Vito, you ever have, uh, you ever have Mad Dog 20?" I said, "No." I said, "I never heard of it because I'm from Staten Island. In Staten Island, you don't, you know, when you're from like New York, New Jersey, Italian, Staten Island, Brooklyn, you don't know that." Mad Dog 20 doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It's like, right, not, right. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not, yeah, exactly. It's not something that's going to be, you know, out there in the front lines of, you know, any, you know, store. <laughs> right. So he tells me, he says, okay, Vito, he says, why don't you try some Mad Dog 20? It's not, you know, it's pretty good. It's light. It'll give you some kick. I said, okay. He says, all right, you have some and you mix it with some juice. I forget what I mixed it with. And uh, I said, hey, this is pretty good. I like this, right? So then I started drinking it straight. So I drank straight Mad Dog, and I was like, man, I liked it. It was the orange one. Oh, yeah, orange it. is great. Yeah, orange yeah. orange is a great one to drink straight up. You know, you don't need to really mix that one with it's like a It's kind of like a pre-made, you know, screwdriver, right. you know, all in one. So, yeah, that's a great one to go with. Yeah, so I'm drinking it, and I'm getting a kick of it. And you know what, guys? If you drink, you know, a couple glasses of it, you do get a good buzz off it. I don't know about you, but I was like – Man, this is good. And then uh, that was like the drink down there was for less than $5 a bottle, which you can't get in any other supermarket or anything. You know, you had, a, you had a good beverage for the evening. And then if you mixed it with something, it lasted you. So it was, it was not, bad, not a bad gig to get the Magdog 20. And that's how Big Vito got to be a Magdog 20 fan. <laughs> See, it's, it's a chance encounter with the Mad Dog, you know, that, that Vito ran into. And says, somebody says, hey, you want to try this? And, and a lot of times that's what happens. You know, somebody comes up to you and says, hey, man, you want to give this drink a shot? And you're like, yeah, what the hell? Why not? You know, you, you know mix it up, pour it, you know, have a sip. And you're like, either it's going to be, you know, really good or, you know, it could have gone the other way for you and been a, uh, a really bad experience. But, hey, you, you drank it down. 
and you live to talk about it, and, <laughs> and you've gone back to it since then, so it can't be that bad. Now, you know another drink that guys, are, you know, if you, have, if you guys are shot drinkers out there, there's a, there's a shot called a B-52. It's Grand Marnier, Kahlua, and Bailey's, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look at how they do it, guys, if you ever look, and I know you're a connoisseur, so you know, I could never get it to sit in three different colors, right? I would buy it, but I could never get it to sit with the spoon. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, you're talking about the three different, you know, the layers, right? With, right, with, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm drinking it, and I'm saying, okay, this is, a, it is the, probably the best shot you'll ever have, right? So I'm in a club one night, and I say, I had a shot, and I said, uh, I call over my friend who is bartending. I said, I said, hey, I said, listen, can you make me a, uh, a B-52 drink? She goes, you want a B-52 drink? I says, yeah. I says, I like it. I says, and for me to drink a shot, it's like a tease. So she makes me a B-52 drink, right? And uh, now remember, you don't have to layer it or nothing. It's a drink now. Let me tell you something. Off of two of them, they are so strong I was flying. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you, you, were, you were flying like that B-52, man. You were up there. <laughs> but you talk about getting a good, a good kick. And remember, Grand Marnier is not, not cheap. Bailey's is not cheap. And Kahlua is the cheapest. I think Kahlua is the $14 bottle. Yeah. Bailey's is 20 bucks. The Grand Marnier is 25 to 30 bucks. It depends on where you buy it. But that's not a, that's not a cheap drink to make. Yeah, so you, I mean, and at that at that rate, you know, you're pretty much, you know, hoping, you know, you're gonna get, you know, that that good buzz off of two of them because, you know, it's gonna get pretty pricey after. Uh, after no, no, no. <laughs> when, I, when I went out to the clubs, especially uh, when I went to the when I went to the bistro, right? So I knew the I knew the I knew the girls behind the bar. They took care of me all night, right? Oh yeah, so you gotta have wine, connections, yeah. Right. So one night I'm drinking B fifty twos. I'm dancing. I'm having a good time. Now, remember, I'm in the club, right? So it's not outdoors. Soon as I hit the, the, the air, it hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> so you're sitting in back, you escalate. Now, you didn't drive, obviously. Right, like, right. Man, I got to chill out for a little bit, man. I said, wow, this is something. So you're sitting in back there, and all of a sudden, you just start spinning. And it's not until you hit that air where you feel like, all right, I had a little bit too much. And... Back then, it didn't matter. My glass was always full. I really don't know how many I consumed. But let's put it that way. After that night, I had a count of how many B-52s I had. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there where, you, like you said, you know, you're out there. You're in the club. You're in the bar. You're having your drinks. You're like, oh, okay, I feel great. I feel great. As soon as you, you step outside, you get in the car. And then the world just starts spinning around you. And you're like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have... Uh, it sounded like a good idea at the time, but man, I shouldn't have uh, shouldn't have gone that far with it. Now, and then, guys, okay, now that this is a drinking show, and we're talking about fine wines and liquor, and you know, having some good drinks and cordial. Remember, don't drink and drive. Exactly. Don't get in, don't get in your car and don't do nothing stupid. You know, and um, you know what? If you got to sit in the back of your vehicle and you're in a parking spot, you know, throw your keys in a glove compartment. You don't have the keys on you. You're not nowhere nor in existence. You know, if anybody says, hey, what are you doing? I say, I'm just taking a nap. You're not in your car. You're not driving. You're in the back seat. You're taking a snooze. They can't arrest you. So you're yeah. fine. So just yeah. think, think, think about that, guys. Now, when you get to Four Loco, now, how did you start, how did you start drinking Four Loco? I, I think it was, I mean, I mean, when I was in 
I mean, when I was in college was when the the four locos started to hit, and uh, that was the the original four locos, you know, with the caffeine and, and all that extra crap they were putting in them at the time. Right. And I might have had one or two around around then, but then a friend of mine, we were hanging out, picked up one, and he pretty much, I think it was a watermelon four loco he got. And he pretty much pounded down the whole can himself, probably within a few minutes. And we just kind of sat there and stared at him, like, "Dude, why? What the hell did you do?" <laughs> we're like, yeah. "Like, why did you do this?" And and it was it wasn't it was soon after that was when you know they came out with all the regulations. Then they said, "Okay, we can't put caffeine in them anymore. We got to just you know make them just a flavored you know malt beverage." And you know since then, you know I mean they still have the the alcohol kick, you know, they're either, you know, 12% or 14% alcohol. And, you know, it's just one of those things every once in a while, you know, you want something different. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, a lot of the flavors aren't the, aren't the best, but if you want that, that quick buzz, you know, you, you drink a, you know, a can of four loco, you know, before you're going out somewhere or doing something right. and it'll, it'll get you going on your night. I usually say, start with one, once you get to that second can, that's usually when you're going to get get yourself into trouble. So if you start with one can in your evening, then move on to something else. That's kind of the way to go, at least at least in my opinion. No, you're right. I will tell you about the time when um, uh, we lived in uh, we were living in Pennsylvania. My and my wife weren't married yet, and um, we had a good friend. Her name was Britt Murr. She was a party girl. She wore the best shorts. Come lay down on my shag rug. Her and her girlfriends, my wife is there. I'm saying, man, you are the luckiest son of a bitch on the face of the earth. <laughs> so they introduced Four Locos to me, right? Now, I'm, like I said, now I'm not a Pennsylvania guy. My wife lived there. So I went down there to relocate, you know, and um, here I am with all these beautiful women on my on my floor. And I said, Vito, why don't you have some Four Loco? So I think I started off, uh, what's the pink one? I think it's watermelon. Yeah, water, water, yeah, probably watermelon. Yeah, I was going to think watermelon or, or strawberry lemonade. Yeah, that's it, strawberry lemonade. Okay, okay. Strawberry lemonade. Okay, so I started off with the strawberry lemonade. So I'm saying, okay, man, this is pretty good. So I had two of those, and the girls had, you know, they were drinking them. So these girls were, they were loaded, okay? So I'm drinking them, they're drinking them. So all of a sudden, girls want to go swimming because we had a community pool. I'm over there lifting women. <laughs> naked, naked, over the fence and putting them in the pool area, right? So you got to remember, so these girls are skinny dipping. I'm standing outside. I'm being the bystander, a cop. But I have the best of both worlds because, you know, I put them in there and then they got to come in my arms to get home. Yeah, get you, you get to take it all in. Yeah, yeah, you're smart well, man. I, see? <laughs> I take it all in, right? So I got all these beautiful women rubbing up against me. And the thing about this, guys, and this is something that guys, you know, they forget. It's not how you be hang with women and drink and get them drunk. It's being able to hang with women all night long so they trust you. Where you don't say, oh, I got to have sex with this. I got to stick my thing here. I got to do this, do that. If you're cool and you know how to be like that, that smooth operator like myself. And it took me a long time to get to that point. But... And you can hang out with girls that you'll have the best time. You'll have the best talks. You'll have the best thing. They introduce you to drink. And then 
you play games, you're twerking with them, you're having, and then they're talking about all their dirty stories or what they do with their boyfriends, and you're just sitting there sipping on your drink like a kid in a candy store, and you're like, man. Taking it all in, yeah. <laughs> taking it all in. So then I moved to um, the peach one, okay? So I go to my boys. I hung out with four guys in Pennsylvania who are all best friends. So we decide, you know, we used to hang out at a place called Shatter's Garage. So I bring a couple four locos over, and, she, and my boy Shatter says, ah, V, what the hell did you bring here? So he goes, yeah, I brought some four locos, man. Oh, man, those are my death. So another guy, Cliff and Gray, were with us. So I brought like a can or two cans. I said, we all had some. They said, man, this is good, good stuff. We go golfing the next day. So we pack a cooler. And uh, we go to the store. What are we? There's eight cans of Four loco in the thing. Oh, man. <laughs> right? There's beer. There's Four loco. I had some. I had, forget what I was drinking. I had like, you know, I had beer or something. And um, so we're drinking and we're on the golf course. Now, these guys, mind you, we're not golfers. We just do it for fun, just to hit the ball, whatever. So these guys are one can in each. There are two cans in each. There are three cans in each. We had nine. I'm sorry. So nine, four locos down the tubes. I'm the only sober one. I'm watching this. They had their pants around down their ankles. I'm taking photos. I'm taking video. Who's doing something stupid? Who's trying to jump a ramp over the golf course, over a mud hole? Who gets stuck? I'm sitting there laughing, and I'm like the babysitter. I say, this is the greatest thing. It's just a pay admission. This is awesome, right? So we get back to the house where the girls are, you know, all their wives and the kids and everybody. They're trashed. So the girls say, Vito, you know, can you pick up pizza on the way home? I said, I got it. So we had our boy. We worked down at the pizza place. So it had to be, we bought some, here, we bought some subs. And we bought five pizzas. When I tell and some chicken and some salads, there was nothing left. The oh, pizzas. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah, that goes quick. <laughs> the guys were that hungry, where they were just starving, and then they went to go in the pool. They were wrecked. Wives bent. Vito, what did you do? I said, I didn't do nothing. I'm the only sober <laughs> one. They did it to themselves. Going back to what we just said before, saying you know you have one can of four loco. You'll be okay. Once that second can, or in this case, third can goes down, all bets are off. Shit's gonna get shit's gonna hit the fan at that point. It is hitting the fan. And like I got a taste for peach for loco. That was my that's the one I liked the most. You know, strawberry got old, and then I was like, I like the peach one. So guys, if you are gonna check the flavors out, you know, the strawberry or the peach would be my suggestion. What is your suggestion on four loco? The have you had any of and have you had any of the newer flavors that have come out over the I past? Did, uh... I did. I did try a lot of different ones, and I just felt like um, the one in the green can. What's the what's the flavor of that one? Uh, let's see. There's a there's a sour apple one. Uh, tried that there's, one. I there's didn't... a there's four loco black, which is black, actually yep, green. Yes, which is, the can the can is black it's actually green yep. which is like a lemon lime type uh, uh -huh. there's the the four loco red which yes, is a fairly that and that's like a swedish fish type yes. of flavor the four loco gold yes like uh, like a like a vodka red bull type uh, flavor to it and then uh 
Now they have come out with the. Have you had the Four Loco Seltzers yet, by chance? I have not tried those yet. Okay, okay. I had the one. They had the. They had the Four Loco. They have a black cherry seltzer. Uh, I I would not recommend it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not one on the whole, you know, hard seltzer fad. I don't know where yeah. you stand on that either. Like, I think we're kind of on the same page with, you know, we like our classic, you know, beer or <laughs> either I'm drinking beer or MD 2020 or a four loco or some sort of, you know, cheap booze. I'm not really going to the seltzers of the world. No, I hear you. Seltzer is kind of like, you know, like if you're going to have Perrier water, that's about as far as I go. Right. Yeah. yeah. It. It's, it's like, like you said, you know, I guess for, you know, people that I are trying to look for the, you know, the, the quote unquote, you know, healthy alternative to, you know, beer, uh, then they're going for the seltzers cause you know, it's fewer calories and you still have the alcohol to, to go with it. Well, you but, know, what's funny, but you know, what's funny when people, you just made a good point when you said the alternative, right? If you have guys, if you're having beer on a weekend, now I don't know how often you drink, but like during the week when I'm doing other things, like come Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's when I'll indulge because I'm off, right? I'm doing, I have my private time. Right, right. So if, you, if, if you're not drinking like 19,000 beers, guys, right? And you say you have one or two beers and you cut it off. So say if you finish a six pack in a weekend, you're not doing anything damaging. It's when you sit there and you drink a six plus a day. Now, the way we're talking, we like the casual drinks. We like good drinks. We like quality drinks. We like... Something that's got a kick but has some taste to it. So if you are having that Long Island iced tea, if you're having a Mad Dog, if you're having the drink that you described tonight, which sounds delicious, uh, you know, any kind of any kind of stuff like that, you know, uh, the alternative thing I think is like just another fad. I mean, what do you think about that? I agree. I, I think it's a fad too. I mean, it's it, it's the hip thing. You know, these things kind of go. A, a few years prior to this, you know, was the um they had the hard sodas. I don't know if you had any of those, you know, the, the not your father's root beer. They had yeah, the orange soda, yeah. you know, that was, I mean, that was, uh, that's probably like five, six years ago at this point, but that was like the big thing this one summer. It was, Oh, get the, not your father's root beer. They have a cream soda. There's, you know, all these different sodas that you can get that have alcohol in them. And you're like, okay, you know, it's cool. You know, it's, it's something to drink, you know, one or two of, but if I'm sitting there, you know, drinking all night, it's not really something I want to have. You know, same thing, you know, the seltzers. I mean, it's been, I guess, uh, you know, a few years now since they've kind of become the mainstream uh, drinks. But, I mean, I I've had a handful here and there. It's certainly not anything I go out of my way to to drink. But if I was out somewhere, I I'm not going to say no to it. But, uh it's not something I'd, I'd go out and buy for my own, you know, enjoyment. Right. Want to know what else was is a fad that passed us up? And you mentioned creamsicle. Do you remember having uh, flavored vodkas, right? Yes, yes, Remember when yes. the flavored vodkas mm -hmm. came out? Mm -hmm. Everybody rushed to go get flavored vodkas, right? So what was the creamsicle? It was cream soda and whipped, whipped cream vodka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you mixed the two of those together and you used to have, now that was a tasty drink, but then like, you know, it was strong for like a year or two years and then it completely died. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going into, you know, into bars probably, you know, probably a little over, probably like 10, 
10 and change years ago and you'd go there and it would be this whole display of all the different flavored vodkas you have whipped cream birthday cake yep. cinnamon uh, root beer everything i mean i i remember they had like all the promotions i i think i still have i have shot glasses i think i got upstairs still that you know were they were giving out like oh here's shot glasses try a shot and keep the glass and it's like oh okay cool you know and and before that you know the when absolute vodka had their whole line of you know different flavored vodkas i mean the the absolute limon which was the lemon and lime vodka was one of the ones i got absolutely trashed off of (laughs) and ended up throwing up swore i would never drink that again and i think it took me a good you know a couple years to finally you know overcome that uh experience to to take a shot of it again but yeah that was uh during that time frame like you said where you know those fads of you know, flavored vodkas and and hard sodas and and you know the the ciders. I mean, and the ciders are still out there too. People like their you know hard I ciders. Never, I could never get a, a a taste for the ciders. I thought they were disgusting. I didn't like them at all. I did not like them. Yeah, they're they're kind of hit and miss. I mean, I've had a, a variety of them over the years, and there are some that you can have that are just you know very you know dry and like bitter tasting, and you're like, like who's gonna drink this? You know, it it has no real flavor to it. But then it's like, okay, you get one that's a little bit sweeter, but then it's like, well, at, at that point, why does it really matter? I'll, I'll just pick up a can of Four loco <laughs> instead and, and drink that if I want a, a sweet, you know, sugary beverage to enjoy. You want to, guys, you want to know what the, what a great drink to have is? And I think maybe you, you, you probably, if you t- dabbled in like I think you have, right? Everybody's heard of the Smirnoff drinks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we, we mentioned... You know the orange and Mad Dog and store. If anybody ever goes to the store and they sell it for two ninety nine, it's the Smirnoff screwdriver drink. Okay. okay. Now, when you taste this, it doesn't taste like alcohol going down. But when you finish the bottle, you are feeling good, and you say, and it just has the same effect as the Four Loco. Same effect. It gives you a good feeling. You're not killing yourself. And you're like, one is good. You can do one and one and done on that. So if you're ever out, guys, Smirnoff screwdriver. They sell the individual bottles. Try one. Pick it up. They have it in um, in the Wawa's. And um, the Wawa's where I noticed they have a lot. It's more, mostly in those. Some 7-Elevens carry it. But the uh, Smirnoff Orange uh, screwdriver, guys, that is a really good drink. Yeah, I don't think I, I have. I don't think I've had that one of the Smirnoff, and I'm pretty sure I've seen it, you know, in my travels. But it's just something I've, you know, I've seen it, but never really, you know, thought to give it a try. I mean, I've had, you know, a variety of the different flavors of, of you know, the Smirnoff ices, right? And, and those and things, you know, from back. And that that was another fad, you know that. Mike's for, hard, for lemonade. Yes. hard yeah, lemonade. Mike's hard. You know the yep. twisted teas, all all that stuff. But but if, if it gets the, if it gets the big veto recommendation, I'll make sure the next time I come across the Smirnoff screwdrivers to to pick one up to to give it a try because I'm pretty that, sure I haven't had one of those. 
That is on your bucket list to do for the show. <laughs> that is your mission right now. I'm giving right, you he's, homework. He's laying, he's, he's laying down the gauntlet here. All right. I'm giving you homework, right? You're going to be a All connoisseur. Right. you got to be a connoisseur, okay? Yeah, yeah definitely. You yeah. will go to the Wawa. You will find a Smirnoff screwdriver. You will take it home, put it in a glass, throw a few ice cubes in it, and you're going to go, Man, that Vito knows exactly what the <laughs> hell he's talking about. You know, yeah, he knows what's up. All right. All right. Yeah, perfect. And then, and then after you finish the bottle, you're going to get up, and then you're going to say, man, I got to sit down. That Vito really knows what he's yeah. talking about. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn, he wasn't joking about this. So, yeah, that, definitely. All right. What else do we have to cover tonight? What else, What other <laughs> topics you got? Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, what – um. I mean, I guess what I know you're you're a busy guy these days with your you run a variety of different podcasts. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, it's hard to to keep track uh, <laughs> these days. I mean, uh, ever since you know coming across you on on Twitter, you know, and everything. I know, like you said, you're busy with the podcasting. You got you podcast with your wife. You do the stuff with the on the brand stuff. I know you're all over the place with you know podcasting. I mean, what what are you kind of you know? Well. Up we to got these um, days. I mean, I mean, what's what? What's your your? I don't even know how to describe it. You know, <laughs> what, is, what is my lifestyle outside yeah. in real life? Yeah, yeah. Um, I you know, um, I'm married. Um, I live in a beautiful home on a golf course. Um, there's 14 pools to choose from. Uh, I play softball five to six days a week. So. Life for me is pretty good. You know, I go to the gym. I keep in shape. I've been keeping in shape during this pandemic. If you know how to work out, guys, it's easy to keep in shape. And, you know, I know everybody has a tendency to overeat when they're depressed and everything. But there's always a way to work out and keep yourself, you know, fit. Uh, my wife and I do the podcasting. We get out of the house. We go to Disney quite often because Disney's like 20 minutes down the road from us. So that's a bonus. Uh, life without wrestling is very good for us. You know, there's life after wrestling because I know you're into the wrestling. So I'll give you a little bit of background and pretty much, you know, like we just like to go out to eat. We love sushi. We like to go to the country club. You know, we mix with a bunch of different people. We have really good friends. Um, being that, um, I don't wrestle, you know, anymore. Um, it was an adjustment and an adjustment that was, at first, wasn't well received, but I had to grow into it, and now I enjoy my life quite, quite much because I have a great life. I have a lot of beautiful people in my life. You know, I get to do a lot of things I couldn't do or, or wouldn't give its things a chance back then. Uh, I think playing ball for me uh, has been a godsend because I was a ball player before I started wrestling. Uh, I mean, I was good enough to play Division One basketball. Uh, I tried out for the Olympic baseball team. I was going to play semi-pro football. Uh, a lot of people know that, uh, you know, I was just an athlete and then finding wrestling kind of clicked with me. I got to travel the world. I wrestled for all the major companies around the world. Um, sports world has been good to me. I, you know, I was just being athletic, but my first love was playing ball. And now that I'm back playing ball and I have the time to dedicate to it, you know, um, you know, I enjoy, I'm enjoying my life. I mean, that's what it is. My wife is happy. Um, we do the best we can with what the, um, uh, medical issues she has and we live a happy life and uh you know i'm doing a great podcast tonight talking about drinking and doing stuff like this and having a good conversation and uh that's about it just keeping happy and upbeat 
Hey, man, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you're like I said, you're keeping yourself busy. You know, I know you have a plethora of, <laughs> of podcasts, you know, uh, throughout the week that that you guys do over there. And, you know, it's awesome to see, uh, like I said, you know, the life after wrestling, which, you know, for for some people can and, and I can imagine it can be scary. You know, once you're you're done and, you know, you say, OK, you want to move on from from that life and, you know, and playing ball and stuff like that, you know, you can keep doing that, you know, you know, until, you know, your body says you can't anymore, but, you know, stuff like that, you know, to keep you occupied and having fun is always a good thing. No, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people tell me all the time, you know, they, uh, when you look at me and I'm doing podcasts and they still say, you know, and they still see I'm in shape, I'm in good shape and I can still do things. And then, Vito, why aren't you wrestling? Why aren't you doing this? You know, people don't realize I wrestled for 25 years, but I take care of myself. That's why I look as young as I do. I keep my body fit. I'm in shape. You know, if I, I would never, um, if something came along and I was going to, you know, wet my whistle or something was going to be something where I had to train like I used to, maybe I'd give it a shot. I just saw Mike Tyson come out of retirement. He's hitting the mitts. And I don't know if you guys are big Mike Tyson fans. I was. We both came from Gleason's gym. And watching him hit the pads again at 53 years old with this speed and power. <laughs> but he hasn't been training. And he just started doing it. And he's got the combinations down. And if you guys ever watch his video and you see how fast he is now, imagine when he gets a couple months under his belt and gets his stamina up. You could say, why isn't he still boxing? Why isn't he still doing this? Sometimes you just need a break and you just need the body needs a rest. People don't yeah. understand the wear and tear you got on yeah, your well, Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're out there, you know, day after day, week after week, I mean, you're, you're going nonstop for, like you said, for like 20 years. I mean, you're, you're going, you know, from town to town, you know, doing all these shots. And, I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, I, I can imagine. I, mean, I could never do that. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, talking about drinking all. <laughs> and you're out there, you know. You know, doing wrestling shots and, and keeping yourself in shape this whole time. I mean, definitely, it's got to put a big toll on your body. So Every, everybody has their niche in life. You know what I mean? And um, I, I've been lucky that I've been able to do a, a lot of great things in my life and do and dabble in a lot of different things. You know, and like okay, doing your podcast and I talking about um, different drinks and different stuff. If, you know, and like wrestling had a part to do with it because I would never would have experienced Four Locos or, or Mad Dog 20 or, you know, some other things that I've got to experience. But I've got to experience a lot of great things, you know, from drinking fine wine on the 19th hole of a golf course or, you know, going eat, you know, you know, eating at Tony Luke's in Philadelphia, you know, going to have some good pizza in New York, to going overseas and drinking beer and having uh a sushi or, you know, a Japanese steak or going to Spain or Italy or, you know, any place. You know, I, I've been very fortunate to di visit different cultures and taste different things. So it has given me a, a wide variety to share the knowledge with guys like yourself and do a great podcast like you have going for yourself. It's awesome. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to to come on here and chat about the uh the world of beverages and Four Locos, MD2020, <laughs> and everything else to, to go along with it. I mean, you want to give some, uh, some final you know, plugs to you know, tell people where they can find yes, all your podcasts and all that good stuff? 
guys, if you go to the Big Beetle brand uh, and you um, you look me up on Twitter, I'm with the Russo brand also. Uh, if you go on there, you'll see uh, Getting the Reality. You know, um, we do our own show, Mr. and Mrs. You know, Spilling the Reality is my wife. Here she comes rolling in now. Hi, babe. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. My wife is going to give the plugs. Everybody, yeah, let's see. Let her on. Let her on. Get, let her, yeah, let her she's do calling it. you on. Calling you on. I'm just going to yell the plugs out. Yeah, <laughs> yell the plugs. Come on. Come on. Tell uh, the people. Twitch.tv slash the Big Veto Brands, where you guys can watch us stream our podcast. We have all kinds of podcasts about you know gaming and debates and wrestling and sports and going to Disney and all kinds of crazy stuff. So we do a lot of live videos and things like that. Vito's on TikTok, and he would love if people follow him because he's obsessed. So he's at the Big Vito brand, which is also where he is on all social media, the Big Vito brand, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, all the Big Vito brand, and the BigVitoBrand.com. Thank you very much. I'm going away. <laughs> <laughs> all well, right, thank you. Thank you. That, hey, perfect. All right, so that's just about wrapped it up for the show. She always she's my closer. So she's my hey, that's hey, that's perfect, man. That's great. You have to have that with you, you know, man. Hey, but, but thanks again, man. I appreciate you coming on here. You laid down the challenge for me too. I got to get out there. I got to find that Smirnoff uh, screwdriver now to, to yeah. crack open and give a shot, and and I'll All definitely right. let you know when I do to give you my thoughts on it so so thank you thank you thank, thank you for the homework man i when it comes to homework related to drinking i'm always i'm always down for that and try new beverages so i appreciate it no, i really enjoyed your show if you ever <laughs> want to have me on again you know just uh, let my wife know and we'll schedule something right, and sounds, good. sounds good man all right take care and until next right. time cheers all right take care bye guys have a good night bye-bye all right cheers